Hello and welcome back to the Third Eye Cyborg channel. In today's episode, we're going to be starting the development process on the Code Sensei AI programming trainer app that we are creating. We lightly went over the design process, and while this process lightly covered how to kind of give you an initial design and idea of what you want it to look like, we will take this a bit further and we will create different components in Figma and copy them into Flutterflow. So we will be using Figma throughout this course. But for that and more, let's get started. Okay, so here we are in Flutterflow and um, all I did was create a simple app with two screens using the Flutterflow templates and connected it to Firebase. I will link uh, link in the description for how to do that. Flutterflow gives a very good tutorial on that. But we get this uh, really good starter template. So what we're gonna do is we're going to start editing this. Now, first things first, we're going to replace this image. So we have to remember that it's 270 pixels high, 300 pixels wide. So let's go ahead and we're going to put a Lodi file in there instead. There it is. So we're going to put this right here. And just like this, 270 by 300. So I think I'm backwards. Got it. Okay. So I already got one uploaded for this. Okay, let's make sure all the metrics are right here. Looks good. Okay, we're going to replace this uh, asset here with code sensor. Okay, now we got to make it a little taller. Let's go 120. Okay, 160 looks like it's it. Now I'm going to go ahead and change this primary background color. Now I'm just going to get something that looks like our theme over in Figma. But I will be using those colors that we designed in Figma. But I'm just seeing what this looks like. Oh, that's right. Okay, let's... Okay, and that looks good. Fill in the space around this a little bit, but otherwise it looks really good. Um. Okay. All right, for this next portion, we're gonna be using Figma. Now, Figma has a really cool feature where you can create um, different color styles. And so, 
These color styles can be recognized by Flutterflow and imported directly. So this is another re reason why uh, going directly from Figma to Flutterflow makes sense because this uh, this style of theming really helps. So I did also create um, a light theme for this on both screens. And I added them to one screen here. And then I went ahead and I named all of the colors right here. So how you do that, you just go into each color or into each component and you select the color that you want to link it to. For instance, if I want to go in here and link this to a color style, I'd do it right here. And I can also create a new one right here. And so what I'm going to do now is I am going to jump back over to um, Flutterflow and import these colors into my project. Okay, so we're back over in Flutterflow. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and click Import Theme under Settings Theme. This is where you'll have to get your personal access token. You can follow the Figment docs here and the Figma file URL. Click import, and you'll see all of your colors here. It's important to label your colors with dark and light if you're using both dark and light themes, and click import and continue. Now this is where you can label them. For now, at least for me, uh, I have to select them using the down arrows and searching, because if I click directly, it does not apply. So let's go ahead, and this is gonna be an icon color. Alternative light. Oh, we're in the dark mode, sorry. And just uh, kind of go through the whole thing. All right, now let's go ahead and jump over here. Oops, can't do it that way.
All right. So in the next setting, I did go ahead and set up some um, custom text styles in Figma. And you do that the same way you do with the color custom styles. You just click on the text uh, editing area in Figma. You just click the plus sign and add a text style. So let's click continue. These are the two I imported. Click continue and it's as easy as this to apply. Oops. I have to use my arrow keys on this gun for some reason, but it works. Okay, save and finish. Finish and close. And there it is, and they give you all the colors and everything. So the next thing I'm going to do is jump over into the API calls. Now, I already set up an API group. You just click this plus sign and you click API group. And it will give you this nice window where you can set up a group. And in my group, I set up two headers with my authorization token um, right here. And this is for OpenAI. Now, if you need to know how to set this up, I uh, would refer you look at OpenAI's documentation, but it's fairly simple. I'm using their version one endpoint here for the group. And I'm just saying that it's uh, content type is application JSON and that this is the authorization. And then in the advanced settings down here, I made it private and I made it require authentication. Okay, so once you have that set up, you can jump over here and click Add API Call. And that's what I did right here. And you can go ahead and set up the API call. And this is just called completions using their completions endpoint. And this adds onto the groups endpoint. And then um, in my body, I just defined some JSON. And it's just telling me that I'm going to use the text DaVinci three model and that I'm going to have a max of 500 tokens, temperature zero. And what we're going to do is use this prompt variable that I set up right here as a string. And that's pretty much it. It's going to be private too, because the API group is, and you just plug that prompt variable right into your JSON. Click save, and you should be able to go to response and um, you can make the uh, you can make this whatever you want. Who invented Python? Do the test call, and you get right here. You get your answer. So. The cool thing that um, Flutterflow lets you do is you can go to recommended here and you can click on the one that actually gives you the answers. And that would be, it looks like this one. So let's go to this one. Let's go to selected. And there it is. So we just need to give it a name. It's going to be answer. 
Okay. And then you can save it. And there you go, you got your answer. Now, um, let's go ahead and jump back over to our window. Okay, so let's make our background color, our actual primary background. And you can see that that kind of messes with our logo here. That's okay. What we're gonna do is Gonna go up here. We are going to wrap this container. We're gonna go ahead and make that container 100% by 300. There we go. We'll give it that secondary background color. Let's see how it looks actually in. Figma, one second, I'm jumping over there. So actually, uh, you would want that, and it's the other one, okay. Where Figma really helps is in this type of thing. So it looks like I'm going to need to add another image. There it is. All right, let's go ahead and change this out for the proper one. Now we can make this be different. Let's go, that's even tall. 120, 100. Okay, so this container, let's go ahead and take this off. Let's go to this way so it's up there. That way so it's over here. We'll give it its own padding of, let's say, 10. Okay. Then let's go back to our container. So I'm making it 300 high, let's go. What's causing that? Let's ground a little. Oops. There we go. Just had that vertical alignment, which adds an alignment. So if you actually watch the code in here, there it is, align. And that's the top level. So it, it adds, and that's uh, normal, but it adds an extra widget here. Okay, so we're getting this uh, looking somewhat decent.
So what we need to do here is make this into cover. Then what we want to do is jump over here to container. Okay. Do you want to remove this color? All right. Getting closer. Let's go ahead and see if we can do this. All right, so there we go. Um, let's make this container into, instead of white, let's go secondary background. Let's just apply some of our stuff here. I'll just say welcome. All right, so let's use our fill colors here. Now we didn't define a primary or a secondary. I left those um, kind of blank for us to mess with in the in the app, and that is going to be what most of our buttons are. So let's just. Keep this to, I think we'll go secondary on this. Oh no, primary on this one. And then what we want to do is go secondary on this one. Not text, let's go. Let's make the text. Um, Primary text. Let's make the text color on this one. Primary text as well. Uh, secondary text. We'll edit that color for that in just a minute. Just make sure that everything is kind of within our normal conventions here. Okay, now let's change the background color to these. Now um, this is the secondary cell. All right, so button default style, let's go fill with secondary. 
Alright. And there should be a... We set that border color to be something like that. And this is just a lot of messing around with different text and color elements to kind of see what you like. Following conventions of like competitor uh, software or something might be smart. You don't have to. Um, okay, so that looks all good. Let's go ahead and click into our next one. There was one last thing I wanted to do here. And that was, um, this needs to be secondary. Um, oh, yep. Fill color, there we are. Let's go with secondary, secondary. Okay. Now, when we change things, this is what it looks like. So let's go back into our themes and let's go ahead and define our primary color. So this is what our button color is. So I, I typically want our button color to be based on our text. You don't want it the same, but you wanna be able to have it similar. We'll choose a color like this for light. And that way, our dark, our dark texts will stand out, maybe even a little lighter. Okay, and for the secondary for white, we're going to leave that one on white. Now, for the primary on this one, what we're going to do is leave it black, and then the secondary is going to be this color. So let's see what that looks like. That looks pretty good. I like that. Okay. Now, this can be replaced with this. All right. The only thing is that this container right here is a little big. So let's just bring it up to 100. Make sure that this is 100. All right. So we are going to now see what this all looks like. Um, looks like we got some custom color issues. These names are just... Uh, They are conflicting with each other. So there's one, two, primary text. Okay, so this is the other one. Whoops, speed two. All right. Now it's just our API needs to be deployed. Give this a second. And while that's loading, we'll take a look here again. Now, 
It is important to note that this is not exactly how we look in our Figma design, and that is okay. It does not need to be exact. And if you do need to be exact, you'll see how when we do some more components, you can take your Figma widgets and components, well, you can take the components and make them into custom widgets in Flutterflow. So what that means is that you can take any design and widget and pretty much transfer it over from Figma, which is awesome because you can use other people's professional um, designs and stuff and make your apps look really, really, really good. Okay, so what we need to do is test it. I went ahead and ran this for you already after our deployment was uh, successful for our APIs. And so here's that window. Okay, and here we are. Looks pretty good. I like how it, um, it's all looking right now. That's fine. And when you put in, oh, so none of this stuff is linked to anything, obviously, but it is looking close to what we designed in Figma. The only difference is I really uh, decided to leave out some words down here that we are going to add, but uh, also I added a low T animation as opposed to just using a SVG file. But you can see the code sensei looks good, and when this is in dark mode, I'm sure it looks good as well. So let's keep going. All right. So as we said, we're going to add some text here. And we really want it in between these two. Let's see. So let's go ahead and take this container, wrap it in a cone, and we'll take this and move it into that cone. There we go. Okay. Now I'm going to add some spacing around it. Let's go 20. Actually, we'll go. All right, let's make this into our textile too. Actually, let's go one more. Follow proper design principles, but it looks like, yeah, okay. So we need to bring these all down. So this is um, 20, let's start at eight. We'll go to 32, we'll go to 32, 28, 28, to 18. We'll leave the bottom one at 18. 
So that should fix kind of our sizing here. There we go. That's way too big now. But um, let's go ahead and bring this into maybe this one. That's a little too big, actually. Let's go into our sizing. Fix this. Let's go 32 by 32. Let's go 28 by 28. 18 by 18, and then let's make, that doesn't make sense, so let's go, there we go, this one's 18, and this one's 12, there we go, now that should be a little better, good, there we go. Let's bring this up to maybe subtitle one. Let's make the welcome more like, um, yeah, maybe that's subtitle two. This subtitle, this can be title two. And title three, yeah, I like that. Okay, so now we want to, instead of saying hello world, we want to put in our text from Figma. Okay, and here's that text. Now let's see how we had that designed in Figma. smaller. We'll use something like that. And then let's go ahead and move on. Okay, how much is that from the side? Make sure we're kind of sticking the same. 20. So we'll go 20 off this side. All right, looking pretty good. Now that's a, a full page right there. Let's go ahead and go into our home screen. Now, this is where we're going to, and I kind of chose one that has like good home screen feel for this type of app, but this is where we're going to have to think a little bit and we're going to have to add our data calls. Now, I prefer to add my first one as a backend query for the scaffolding, and this is where my API is going to be called. You can do this in many ways, but this is just where I'm going to be doing it. And we're going to be going off of that completion and set a variable, which is our prompt. And let's set this to a specific value. Now we can start off easy and we're going to get make it more advanced, but let's start off with an easy prompt. Give me or give me an example or a random programming question. Okay, 
Now that's a very easy prompt. Let's go ahead and go confirm. And we have our, our first layout. Now I added the project loading indicator to it, but there is our first API call. Now all you really need to do for our first one is we will just go set from variable. Let's go to um, completions response. And you'd want the answer. That's the JSON path we set up. Okay. So let's go to the first item in the index. All right, let's go ahead and click confirm. Now we're going to change this to say question of the day. Okay. And we'll say something like or open. Let's say open. Question is open, and then once you cancel or answer it, it'll be closed. And we'll go, we'll say answer. And we're not going to get rid of this whole row really fast because I do want to do something with it. But what we'll do is we will go just uh, delete this other stuff. And then we'll leave the arrow. All right. So that should be our first question. Actually, I'm going to delete this for right now just to give us kind of just this. And that should be that for at least getting us our first question. So let's get rid of this vertical divider too. This example row, there we go. So let's test it, action. Actually, we do have to do some stuff first before we test it. And that is get authentication working. So let's go ahead and add another screen and we'll just do an auth screen now. Let's look at our login screen really quick. Okay, so this would be the create count screen. Let's actually just uh, duplicate this. Okay, what we're gonna do is put this as register. Okay, then we're going to want to do similar action. Instead of login, we're going to do um, 
create an account. Okay. Password equals password. User document. Cool. Okay, so there's our create account page. There's our login page. Now we just need to link them. So add action, navigate to, register. And then let's go to our register page. And action, navigate to our login. Okay, now we need a password. Okay, let's just go to off. There we go. pretty good other than this needs to be maybe there we go okay there's our password page so now we can just set up our No, it's not letting me reposition them, but anyways, there it goes. Um, now I can set up the login to go to the password page. Let's go to navigate to, forgot password. Okay. Now it's saying, Password and confirm password text fields have to be different. Oh, yeah, let's make a confirm text. Oops. See, I didn't copy the actual. This, the row, I just copied the other thing, the, uh, the input. Okay. So now let's bring this row back up into here. We want it like right below this one. Okay. We're just going to rename this to um, password. We're going to rename this to Confirm password. Okay. And then we're just going to say free enter. We'll even say enter.
password here. Okay. And then when you click this, confirm password is confirm password. That gets rid of our errors. And we should be able to create an account in here now. So what we do want to do is go into app settings and go to um, right here. Just make sure this is still locked. Cool. Okay, everything is set the way that we need to. Let's go ahead and retest it. Okay, I forgot a couple of things. Um, just added these redirects on to go to home page when you create an account or you log in. So let's go to that test. Okay, and as you can see here, it just logged us in because uh, I already logged in, but I forgot the redirects. So, or I created an account, but I forgot the redirects. So now that the redirects are there, they just instantly directed me to the home screen. So this is all just the template stuff in these ones, but this one is our question of the day, and it looks like we're overflowing on the bottom. So let's fix that. Okay, so we're back here in Flutterflow. Let's go to our home screen, and let's go to this. First, we'll change it like this. Actually, that'll be fine. Let's do it like that, and let's uh, see if that fixes it. All right, and here we are. Um, it does look like it fixed it, and it says write a function that takes in an array of integers and returns the sum of all the elements in their array. All right, so here we are on Flutterflow again. Let's go ahead and add another screen in. And this screen can be our settings screen. We're going to need one. So let's pick one that we like and we'll help set our, I really like this one. So let's go ahead and just name this settings. Oh, whoops, searching. So let's go ahead and click this one, use my theme, and let's just call it settings. Great page. And here we are. Now, we're not really going to have um, profile pictures yet, but we might in the future, so I'll leave that there. Right now, this is pretty much going to be just left alone. Um, I'm using this as a toggle screen to refresh my call. So let's go ahead and add some nav bars. So you need to add it to two screens and then you need to go configure it in the nav bar settings. So 
So we can pick between all these different styles. I'm going to click the floating. Now let's go ahead and style it. Let's have it be our secondary background color. Let's have the text be um, primary text. Unselected icon can be secondary and secondary text. Oops. It's background. Let's go. Okay. Looks like everything else is pretty good. Let's go ahead and go into here and edit. So we want the label on this one to be settings. Let's be a gear. Settings. There we go. And then our main icon can be home, which is just the house. Now I do like to do the variations. And let's do that with this too. Let's go to there's a bigger one. Mm. really that I can see so we're just gonna leave it like that and when we go to home oh here's what we'll do do it this way outline we'll go just have it normal there we go so now Let's go ahead and make sure that our other one was the sharp too. Yep, cool. Okay, so now we have a way of going between screens. Let's test it out. All right, so it does look like we have a couple of issues here. First, um, this animation action, um, we're just going to have to fix it really fast. So what I'm going to do for now very interesting is just delete these and I'll worry about that later. Not really a big deal. So it looks like the property override on here is having an issue. Global property. Right now that would be um is And the other one would be is dark mode. Okay, so now let's test it.
Okay, so here we are. Now, um, should be able to go to settings. Yep, switch this around. Cool. Um, let's actually set it to that. Let's go home. And you can see the question still does not change. So, or the task. So let's go ahead and fix that. All right, so here we are. Um, I did make some design edits. I just changed this to lessons and tests. I haven't really added those pages uh, yet, but I went ahead and added uh, some theming to this. Okay, guys, that and then ends when it you for change part one. Our, uh, we are breaking these into multiple parts because this is a you change the app process. theme here. But we got an API call working, and it we changes got a uh, response well. for our, que our first question. We will be working out more of the complex logic and getting actual lessons and actual um, exams and things like that working. But this is a good start. We got a lot of our design system in as well from Figma. We will be using Figma in future videos to uh, make components and we'll take those components and turn them into custom widgets in Flutterflow. So for that and more, we will be releasing our video soon. On another note, um, this is no advertisement, promotion, or in any affiliation to any products uh, or services. And also, this is just for entertainment purposes only. We are a self-funded channel. Um, so any donation or support, um, if you buy our merch or if you become a patron, um, that's all on our website, thirdeyesiborg.com, and that all really, really helps. So if you want to jump over there and do that, that would be awesome. Otherwise, don't stop coding your mind.